And tonight, what I want to do is um, a couple of things here. I wanted to bring some of the guests on to talk about what's going on. Um, I was going to kind of skip the news today just because the one thing in the news, basically, we've got Hurricane Hillary coming in. And so expect a major suicide <laughs> death toll on that one. But, but anyway... <clears throat> You know, anybody that crosses over will be registered as a suicide. So, <clears throat> wasn't Hillary? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Um, we we've talked to. I know we got banned off of, of YouTube, and I know it's because of talking about lying and what's going on there. But uh, so we put it out in the newsletter, put a nice newsletter out on it, so you can check that out. It talks all about what's going on there. But uh, things. You know, I smell a really rotten fish there. You know, it, it isn't what we're being told, that's for sure. But I think it's amazing how these fires are starting everywhere all at once. I mean, like in Quebec and Canada, these right now our skies are filled with smoke from Canada. And, uh, we, you know, you can look at a satellite image and all these fires start at the same time. Imagine that. You know, it's like uh, a miracle. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, all these fires that are going on now just are not making any sense whatsoever. And uh, time for our Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> Probably still get censored by saying that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got, got taken off. We're on a week probation with YouTube now, which is okay. It's no big deal. BBS is the big one that it goes out to, I don't know, hundreds of countries and affiliates and everything. So they can't stop it. The, uh, we're also on Rumble and ESETI TV and BMO and a few other channels, so we'll keep going. The, uh, the, there's so much going on. I'm, I'm going to kind of skip the news because of the, we have the conference going on here. And uh, we've had all kinds of, uh, again, we've had all kinds of incredible ship activity, and we've had a lot of the, we're actually bringing the masters in so people can experience them themselves and the Pleiadians and the other beings. So it's been quite an event so far. And uh, I figure if I survive past this show, it's downhill <laughs> from there. Yeah. One more day. And uh, but uh, anyway, we've got to, I want to bring some guests on. So I don't know who wants to be the first victim to come up uh, that wants to come on the show and talk about their experiences. I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Have a seat. And welcome to the show. Welcome. So you, you've had quite a few experiences since you've been here. And uh, if you want to go ahead and I'll just, it's your show. Whatever okay. you want to say. Um, do you want me to say where I'm from or just? Yeah, sure. Okay. Give your name. Um, yeah. My name is Carla Ramsey and I'm from Bellingham, Washington. And happy to be here at the ranch. You said it. So my experience being here so far, um, many, but I'll just speak of one, which was um, Jesse offered an amazing foot wash. Yeah. And <laughs> wow. Um, and I did say here in our, one of our healing circles um, that I was dealing with some trauma with a fractured knee. And I noticed that after she did that um, wash, I had like energy flowing on my left side. 
Um, but it was still blocked within the right knee. So when I um, left, I went and meditated in the Pleiadian circle. And within about 20 minutes, I had this like twitch, like my knee just like jerked. And that just released that trauma, that injury. And I just had all that flowing just throughout my body. So wonderful. So I had the Pleiadians help. Thank you, Jesse. You're a blessing. And thank you for letting me share. That it? Yeah. Got to see a bunch of ships while you're here too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and many, many ships. Um, we, I've seen. Um, and um, powering up over us. And I, the, for the the first night, which would have been Thursday night, was um amazing. I saw uh, Mount Adams just electrified. It was just like lightning coming off. But I do want to mention it nine years ago when I was here at the ranch, it was amazing because it was just a few minutes after nine when a ship came off the south of Mount Adams, hovered over the top of us out there in the field of dreams and powered up. Beautiful. Yes. All right. All right. Oh, thanks for Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. All right. Who wants to jump up next? Okay. Hi, my name is Brendan Parnell. I've been serving as the uh, Skywatch facilitator here, not the not the supervisor. I'm not in control of what happens. I just pointed out. I don't have the script, but since uh, since May, I served here in 2019 too, so I'm moderately familiar with, with the night sky here in the mountain. And three times on my watch, we've had whole fleets appear out of nowhere and uh, power up one after another. It's like Battlestar Galactica opening credits. And first time was, was three, and then uh, 11. We spotted the first one, and 11 back to back. Same direction, same brightness, clearly the same civilization. One after another. We got that one on film. That was like five weeks ago. And then two nights ago, uh, four, bang, 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 powered up. Same direction disappeared, which is, it's, 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 you know, for skeptics, satellites don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, the same civilization. I can't say with authority if they're Pleiadian or, or what civilization they are, but they're the same civilization. And I've observed that three times. And then two weeks ago, no, one last week, we had, we had, we just glimpsed it. It was as bright as the full moon. And it was partly behind the clouds, it was literally the brightness of the full moon for like one second. The, the challenge is when you, you've got the camera is to try and film this stuff before yeah. it's disappeared. I missed a lot of them because oh, as soon as it, the camera powered up, it was gone. Exactly. You know, I exactly. opened the camera up and waiting and I hit record and I, okay, it's on and it's stopped. It's blinking your misses. And yeah, then so. that mountain is sometimes it's you know it's like close encounter the third time without the, the harmonic chords. <laughs> if we had the recording equipment, we'd probably hear the music as I well. I think everybody's gonna go home and get mashed potatoes and make a little now out. You know, I, I always I always envisage that when you were living down there in Southern California, you were there in your your, your yeah. dining room building a mountain out of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
and um, manifested it. But yeah, that's, I, I've camped on that mountain for, for two weeks after the place called Mad Camp Meadows at uh, 6,000 feet. And I look at it every night and there's nothing to see when you're on the mountain by day or by night. That's the amazing thing. Just almost sheer rock faces and ice. And the idea there's some guy clinging on there at 3 a.m. with a lighthouse on his back, you know, in the depths of winter is, is totally absurd. So I encourage everyone who hasn't visited the mountain after this course, drive up there. You can drive up to 5,500 feet, have a nice close up look. Uh, maybe, you know, flash your headlamp at us at a great time. We'll see if we can even see that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's real. 13, 13 miles away. Yes. Yeah. I was saying, I saw this ad, you know, and they, they said, this is the brightest light ever, you know, and it's a new military grade. Can be seen up to two miles away. You know? <laughs> and I go, well, there's like massive lights up yeah. there that are blinding almost 13 miles away. So my fiance Sharon, who's attending the course, we're going to go up there on maybe Wednesday at yeah. 10 o'clock. We'll shine the laser up and we'll do like a 101 flashes with my headlamp. But <laughs> we'll see if anybody can see that. Just yeah. Just yeah another thing about yes. that light is that we had uh, a guy come up here with every kind. I showed that in the presentation. And he had like infrared he had night night vision heat uh what is it ultraviolet no not ultraviolet what's the heat thermal. thermal yeah he had thermal he had everything and these lights that we're seeing up there are cold light there's no body associated with them a lot of times it's just bright look kind of bluish white and there's nothing associated to these lights he said this aren't these aren't man-made lights and there's no no body there. There's no heat signature whatsoever. So, so now they have more questions. They're going to come and solve the riddle. And, you know, like those are campers or those are this. And, and I told them, I go, if those are campers, they're launching themselves into space because, you know, they take off and they go straight out into space. So that doesn't work, but they always try to figure out how to, to debunk this, you know, and, like I said earlier, he said he's where debunkers come to die, you know, because they can't. You know, there's just too much going on here. But anyway, thanks for all your help. And, and thanks for the wonderful gardens you're helping us with out there. Oh, anybody? We're all eating and it's nice food for you to think growing up. We have plenty of free plums from the, from the garden outside. So when you, when you chew them up, James is collecting stones to take to Hawaii. Yeah, save the seeds because we're going to have a little plum orchard in Hawaii. Thank you. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting going on out there. It's, uh, we're going to um, start filming some corn movies out there. But uh, I think corn's like, what is it, like eight feet tall now? Yeah, at least. At least eight, nine feet tall. It'll circle it soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's It'll great. Yeah, the deer are going to love it. <laughs> and we had to put an eight foot fence in because the deer kept coming in and watching on it. And the deer here are really interesting because they're so tame, you can basically hand feed them. And, and Jesse's been scratching their necks and everything. So it's like they're, they're, we have one little male and he follows us around. And, uh, you know, we're walking down to the other place, the other house down there. And I hear this footsteps right behind me. I turn around and here's this deer and it's like a dog. You know, and it just follows us around. But uh, it's really interesting. The energy here really is conducive to that. The animals feel it. They feel safe, you know. And so don't be surprised you don't have a squirrel jump on your leg or a bird on your shoulder or something like that. It happens a lot here. Or Jake in your bed. Oh, yeah, or Jake. <laughs> Our resident mountain lion cat. Nice. Yeah, he just, he likes to join people. 
So they'll knock on your tent or just make yourself at home. The uh, it's really funny because just talking right now, I'm talking about the different beings. The uh, my my all my signals are going off. The Pleiadians are here right now, so I think we're gonna have a great sky watch because there's a lot of energy. They're probably, I bet you they have a little galactic TV and they're like filming this right now. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. So anyway, if anybody else, anybody else want to come up? Everybody jump at once. Oh, there you go. Yeah, come on up. Say your name, where are you from? Um, my name's Jenny, and I am from Virginia originally, but I live on the central coast um, of California, and this is my fourth time here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the deer this morning, I was walking our dog, Susie Q, um, and I, and it was a, a like a mama and baby. Yeah. And just direct eye contact, and she started walking directly towards me, and then a buck was like, came out, yeah. and he's got coloring, I don't know if yeah probably seem, yeah there's a couple of pretty big racks there's a couple of bucks running around here and too. so they were they came because cameron and i slept out in the open yesterday but yeah. um that was amazing this morning to have that interaction so my third time here um was the galactic um workshop yeah and um I'm a, well, i want to share this story because it's what brought me to this workshop um we had done the world meditation and healing um mm-hmm. with you and with everyone present and that night I was tired. I didn't want to sky watch. I just needed sleep. And um, I remember waking up. Um, we were in a cabin with no electricity and the lights suddenly were on. And I've written this down now in a journal because I'm like, okay, I'm going to write it down. Um, and then I saw what I've looked up, people call an orb, but it was a circular um, red glowing thing in the corner of the room and it was moving. And I just remember like trying to close my eyes to it, but I couldn't. And, um, and so that happened for a little bit. I don't know how long. And then I felt a jolt, like someone shared from the bottom of my head to the bottom of like the top of my butt. And then the bed, I heard it hit the ground. (laughs) So I was like, what just happened? Um, And I think I told you later the next day that, um, and I shared with other people that I thought I can't share this with anyone because they'll think I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah. And you actually mentioned, well, maybe it was Bigfoot messing with you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, but it was something. And so um, I saw the um, ambassador workshop in self-mastery because then I was like, now what? Um, and some other people mentioned, you know, it sounds like an activation or healing. And <laughs> That's, I'm here yeah. to, nice. you know, to explore that and yeah. It really works. We rigged all the cabins. <laughs> I was like, maybe it was a laser. So yeah. The sky watchers pointing it the opposite way. And then I was like, well, we have little turn lights. The lights on. We have lights hidden in the walls and we have little springs on the beds. You know, <laughs> to help people have an experience. No, I just you know. And just for me, I want to share too um, that fear, you know, that we live with, I live with. Um, that was that, that instinct kicked in to be fearful. And then I go, no, I got to go share this. And so I went out to the Skywatch and I saw my friend Jojo and Cameron and I go, you guys are not going to believe what just happened. They're like, what? And they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, so just super grateful 
so many strange things happen here constantly, but they're all harmless, you know, yes. but they just get to be, they're like to nudge people to, to seek further. Like, what was that? You know, and you keep looking further and further into, into things and explore more, but yeah. they're, they're always, uh, I mean, you know, they're a little unsettling when they happen. Then also, you know, it, it just cracks the door. So you'll go through it and yeah. try to figure out what else is going on. And the meditation that we did, and we did those, one of those today, um, just so, so powerful. Um, yeah. Bringing all the different beings in. The veil is then helps them. Which ones are strongest for you that you felt? So the Andromedans. Yeah. I had an experience here my first first time, first or second time with them. But so when they come, um, Kuan Yin. Yeah. And that room where we were is filled with Kuan Yin pictures. Oh, and yeah. I have a Kuan Yin tattoo, which I got when I was like 18 or something. I didn't even. So it's like, um yeah, so Kuan Yin and the Andromedans and Mother Mary. Yeah, and we're actually photographing these beings. We're for, photographing the masters mm-hmm. appearing here, Kuan Yin and Mary and Babaji and some of the other ones. But uh, the light beings that we're getting right now, the ships and everything, it's, it's like phenomenal. And then the sky watching is just... So then I ended up getting up that night, and it was later than usual. Yeah. Which, and it was just on fire. The sky was... so uh, It was beautiful. I know from three to five is is when they come down really low. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of times they'll do dazzle, do they'll go cruising by. But if you, if you get out out there and you're just sitting out there by yourself, it's really late at night. Like a lot of times I'll start buzzing mm-hmm. in bed. I'll go, I, I better get up. And I grab the camera and I walk outside. Yeah. Sure enough, there's a big old ship you know, coming in right over the house. And I'll also see here, uh, we saw like four meteors and some other people said they saw them too. I don't. Yeah. I, thinking they're meteors they had like the stream behind them like a shooting star yeah and a lot of times i'll see one go this way one go that way and then i'll see um it's really hard to get those or... sparklers to go in the right way yeah. <laughs> you have a little fish yeah. so, and my, one of my favorite things is to look up at the sky and the star to do that here and it's, just, it's wonderful so oh, thank great. you for letting me share all right thank you thanks for coming on the show all right, any text? Anybody else want to come up and talk about their experiences? Oh, here we go. All right, welcome. Hi. Just give us your name and where you're from. My name is Senya Jurius, and I'm from Seattle, Washington. And um, I just, I cannot believe I found Isai. I think it's like one of the most wonderful places uh, that I've ever visited and I've lived all around the world, traveled everywhere. And um, there's no place that's this authentic and makes me feel so um, just blissful all the time that I'm here. And um, I want to thank you because oh, thank you. Um, this, the history that you've been teaching us t- today and the ambassadorship is amazing. I'm just mind blown and I feel so connected with everyone. It's so beautiful. Um, and seeing, I've had some of the greatest experiences last year on James's birthday. We were here. I, I always bring non-believers here because they're like, oh, and, but they know that you drag them out here. And, um, they, they they sit out there. And last year I brought my parents who were like super non-believers in UFOs or anything extraterrestrial, anything like that. And we sat out there and I don't know if you're, you remember this, the start, the, the, the mothership, it was over oh yeah yeah it, it was huge it was like connecting and disconnecting so in the west yes in the yeah. west and it was so mind-blowing i mean it was, we just sat there in awe i was like i've never seen anything that humongous in the sky and it, the way it was moving was so strange 
um, almost like a puzzle piece that went apart and then came back together. Then it just flew off behind the trees and disappeared. And um, we've been laying in the grass at night with Skywatch and just watching all the ships go by. And it's it, oh, so beautiful just laying on the on the earth and doing that. So, yeah. <laughs> when we brought the different beings in, which one did you feel the strongest? It was, I was just like, please, Andromedans, come in because uh, <laughs> yeah. one of my guides, who I, I believe really saved my life when I was a child, um, uh, I, I always ask for that when we do the prayer circle and yeah. the healing um, meditation. And they came and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so it was it was awesome. Yeah. I, I just feel that energy come right down through my crown chakra and it just it's like electricity that comes down through my entire spine and then i just feel vibrating and um these blue and white and gold pulses of energy almost feeling like silk um just passing through the whole group like my eyes were closed but i could feel these energy waves going through all of us it was, it was yeah. <laughs> yeah nice so great yeah well thanks Thank for sharing yeah. Okay, who we got? Anybody next? I'm gonna start telling bad jokes. You know. All right. Start telling dad jokes. <laughs> well, hello everybody. I'm Jeff Walker. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I've been trying to get up here for the five years. I am so glad that I made it. Um, e SETI is something that you really just have to experience. Uh, it's not something cameras and video just doesn't do it any justice. You know, anybody who's thinking of coming up here, make the trip, come up here and find out what it's all about. Yeah, you know, it's been uh, it's been a great experience for me. I'd like to give thanks to all of the he said he staff. You, you guys are you know, y'all are amazing. So your your food has been phenomenal. Um, Jesse and, and her foot washes that just you gotta try it you know? yeah i fully recommend that one i did it and i and uh after she did it i said well thanks and i'm just gonna stay here for a little while <laughs> and uh yeah i stayed there for quite a while and i just didn't want to get up i was just all blissed out and, and then i, I like painted like, my ankle and my foot and it went away this was great and then i like to give thanks to you james for i mean having the ranch and the opportunity for for people to come out here and um you know from the time from the time i got here just uh the vibrations that you feel you know your, my chakras has just been going crazy nice um i couldn't even tell the difference of uh when, whenever the masters came in which uh, which one was better uh -huh. i was just vibrating so much you know i had to take a nap after it, it was all over yeah <laughs> so um, so yeah just um the experience has been great the first night we were here i was here thursday Mm -hmm. the, the ships came in and you know we saw saw the orb highway with the uh with the night vision oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. What was it, the info, infrared on top and um and well, you know, what would you say to people to say those are bugs you know i hear you go those are bugs and i go these are these are pulsing they're you see right through them and everything and if a bug goes by it's solid you can see the bug well, I guess what I, would, what I would say is I would probably say the same thing sitting at home watching it on TV. But once yeah. you get out here and you see it for yourself, oh yeah, seeing is believing. And they interact with you. They come up and they dance around in your face and then the wind's blowing from the west and they'll take off and they'll go right into the wind. And yeah. I said, you know, small bugs and dust doesn't do that. You know, it, it can't. But uh, yeah, but we've seen 
I, I, I have pictures of orbs that are 30 feet wide that are over that pyramid over there. Big golden orbs and things like that. And then the presentation I showed quite a few. Uh, but there's when you look at that, I don't know how you could, you know, if you can come up with any other explanation than the obvious that they're light spheres and they're pulsing and they're interacting, I good good luck with that one. Well, they can try to pick it apart on video, but when you're yeah. here in person and you see it, you know, there's yeah. you, you know, then you know. I like the one where they go, well, you you did CGI, and I started laughing, and I said, I, I can uh, I can write a newsletter. I can't even format it. <laughs> you know, I can search the internet, and that's about it. CGI is way out of my pay grade. You know, I have no, no idea. I'm kind of old school on that. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, well, thanks for coming up. and Well, thanks for having me, and it took me five years to get here, so yeah. glad I actually, actually made it to the seat. Too. Well, don't be a stranger. <laughs> All right. Thanks, thank James. All right. Thank you. Yeah, we've got um, quite a bit of time left, so any other uh, people want to come up? Don't be shy. Yeah, come on up. All right, welcome. Howdy. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm from Vashon Island. Um, and uh, I'm a YouTuber. I was working on a video about the ranch, so if you see me wandering around with a camera aimlessly photographing things, that's what I'm doing. Um, and I had the fortunate opportunity to, uh, I've been here before over 10 years ago. Um, uh, and that changed my life in a sense, because I saw something I couldn't explain, uh, fairly similar to what Brendan was talking about. It was an orb that powered up and it, the level of brightness it got, I, it just lit up the sky and then shot off towards Mount Adams. And, uh, after that, even though I hadn't been back here for almost 10 years, it's something that it was always stuck in my mind. Um, a lot of my YouTube channels, actually, it, it's not related to this kind of thing. It's uh, related to missing persons cases. And oftentimes I'm trying to uh, get a skeptical point of view and debunk some mythology around cases where somebody, you know, some people may think that something mysterious happened to them and I'm trying to give a rational explanation for it. And one reason I wanted to do a video about East City was because uh, I, as skeptical as I am, I there's no other explanation I can give for the things you see here <laughs> yeah. other than the obvious, which yeah. is that uh, they're not satellites. And uh, just being here the last few nights, um, seeing some incredible things in the sky. Uh, you know, every time they power up and even on uh, the mountain last night, there was something that seemed, I, some people were calling it a helicopter that may have appeared suddenly on the mountain yeah. last night and then flew off. Um, when I saw it, I, I didn't get helicopter from it, but I was shocked that it appeared on the mountain. You never saw it yeah. come in. Yeah. It left, but it didn't come in. That's what I saw. It's like the door opened on the yeah. mountain and then all of a sudden this big red object was sitting there. Right. And uh, it looked like uh, military helicopters when they're bright red. We hear them coming in, but they're so loud you can't you can't miss it if it's a helicopter. And if it's between us and the mountain, you're going to hear it, and it's going to be really loud. And this thing, I didn't hear any sound. I heard yeah, nothing. Not it didn't come in from anywhere. It just appeared, and then it just was cruised off. And uh, it was huge. You know, I, I don't know how it got out of the door. 
know, there's a huge light door on this thing was much bigger than the door, it seemed like. But uh, the mountains seemed really active last night. Yeah. There was lights popping off all over it. You know, and the night before, I, I was disappointed because I didn't see a single light on the mountain. And then last night, it was just all over the place. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm never disappointed uh, whenever I've come here, unless it's a cloudy night. I think that yeah. happened one time. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's just incredible to be here and uh, to talk to uh, some of the fine folks who uh, frequent this place. Uh, Brendan and August. Uh, August showed me that video of the mothership, and uh, my jaw hit the floor. Yeah, I, I was. I mean, what a beautiful photograph right above Mount Adams. I, oh, yeah. That thing was, must have been massive. We've had uh, these things, and they're really bizarre. They look like a black Coke can, and they're just spinning. They're gyrating back and forth, and then there's a big field around them. And other people are starting to see those now around. Uh, pilots and things are seeing these. And uh, we had one over the mountain when when the... Soltech people were here doing their thing, and it, it was just everybody saw it. And nobody could just figure out what it was. It was just a it looked like a black coke can that was spinning, and it was at, at an angle, it was spin back and forth, and they had a field around it, and then it just took off and left. And and uh, yeah, I have no idea what that one was. <laughs> that one I couldn't wrap my head around that. Usually I can figure out who they are, which group they are, but that was a new one for me. Yeah, I think it's important to come here and see it for yourself. Uh, that's uh, the goal of uh, a video I would like to make is just to, because it's easy for someone to say that's a satellite when they're sitting at home and watching. Yeah. It. I mean, you don't you don't get the full impact of it. Um, when you come here and you see 40 of these in one night, I mean, unless you're saying 40 satellites flew over us in bizarre directions, to come yeah. each and every way, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. There, there's and only power, uh, yeah. yeah, there's only one to four visible satellites. If you go to the Heavens Above website, you can type in Trout Lake and say, you know, what's what's overhead, and they'll tell you. And you have to look under visible satellites because there are a lot of satellites up there, but you won't see them. And then at night, when the sun goes down and it gets pretty low, everything in the east is self-illuminated. It's not reflecting light. It can't. As the sun goes directly behind the Earth, everything overhead. Uh, is self-illuminated. Satellites aren't self-illuminated, you know. So it just totally kills that satellite theory right there. If you if you look at, you have to understand the mechanics of it, but it it destroys that narrative. And we see them, you know, coming right at each other and turning off and powering up and saying hi to each other. And there's just so much going on up there. It's uh, and we we go way over quota <laughs> you know, every night. Uh, there's just uh, there's so much to experience here, and uh, I thank you so much for making your property available to uh, everyone to, and even me to come, you know, film here. And- yeah, we have a lot of footage on YouTube and on uh, really good uh, footage. So if you ever want to use that in your blog or whatever, you know, I scrap it off. There. Certainly appreciate it. I think people, uh, you know, I think this place could be helpful to a lot of people. Yeah, and uh, it. It's you can't see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see, you can't what see it. What I saw it, 10 know. years ago, I, I yeah. haven't lost that feeling. You know? That's why I tell people when you see something like that, it really opens the door. It cracks the door and it's going to stick with you. And the priest and you go, okay, I got to figure this out. You know, right. Your curiosity is going to open that door and get the rest of the story. And that's what's great about it. Right. Awesome. 
All Thank right. You so much. Gina. Thank you. Thanks for coming. And it's always too. I always tell people, don't don't lose your discernment. You know, keep your discernment. It's really important to be discerning. Skepticism is a little different, you know. But uh, you know, I'm I'm one of the most discerning people out there. I see things and I go, I don't think that's a ship. And a lot of times, sometimes it's not. And it, it'd be a, like a three pointed star coming in, and and, and I go, and it's got dirty light. It's got yellow light. It's not it's not the light that comes with the ships usually. And uh, and every time, then all of a sudden, you barely hear a little motor going. It's one of our secret projects or something going over. But uh, you know, you're doing this for a while. You'll see the different colors, the different ships, and you can figure out whose ships they are by the size and shape of the ships and thing and the colors and things. But uh, you know, that comes the more you're out here and seeing things. You'll and the more you connect with them, you'll start feeling them. You can feel which group is on the ship when they come over. Uh, anybody else? Um, come on up. Welcome hey, to the show. Thank you. I'm Alex Paul from Portland, Oregon. And uh, I just wanted to confirm that I was saw the same thing with the red ship and the white light. It was just amazing because I was looking dead at the mountain. It was totally black. And all of a sudden there was a white light kind of at uh, maybe two o'clock and then a red light something. And they both just took off like that. And yeah. They didn't come from anywhere and they just disappeared in two different directions. So it <laughs> sure looked to me like they must have come out of the mountain because- Yeah, I didn't see it come from anywhere. No, it, it didn't, disappeared. it did not, I absolutely- And I thought maybe it. I missed it. No, I, I go, did I, I miss this or something? Because yeah, no. it just showed up. Because there was something else in the sky everybody's looking at. Yeah. I'm just gonna look at the mountain and see what's going on there. And all of a sudden that happened. So yeah, I thank you so much for oh, doing this. Thing. Would it be all right if I talked a little bit about that voter integrity meeting that I went to in Missouri just before I came here? Or is that suitable for your show? Yeah, yeah, be quick. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Well, before my wife and I came here, I was in Springfield, Missouri at a voters integrity conference held by Mike Lindell, the Mike Pillow guy. Yeah, yeah. I and like he's been, idea. yeah, he's been working for years at trying to figure out a way to show that the voting machines are actually connected to the internet and he's come up with a device that's going to be able to show that and <laughs> I just wanted to relate also that I'm from Portland and we've we were one of the first states in the country that went to vote by mail and ever since we've never had a Republican governor and uh, we're so suspicious that you know this voting is really rigged by a, a variety of ways so we came up with the Voters Declaration of Independence from Voting Machine. And this is essentially something you can go to a website called votersdeclaration.org and download and print up a declaration that you can sign. And the idea is that we don't have to prove that there's any vote fraud because the Department of Defense has banned any computer equipment now for their use that contains chips from China and other foreign entities. And so <laughs> the sad thing is that all the voting equipment, the tabulation, the, the machines, the computers that are used to maintain the ballot rolls, they all contain chips from China. And so the declaration just says that because of the risk of this being hacked, 
and also the fact that AI is coming on and they can hack into these machines through these portals also, that we want to go back to voting in person with ID. You know, you register, you vote at the ballot. precinct, yeah, vote a ballot, you put it in a box when the voting's over, they count it. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, anybody can do this. And the idea is you send it to your county because the laws are on the books to be able to go back to in-person voting. So all the county has to do is say, we don't want to use machines anymore. And they are only responsible to the citizens in their county. So I encourage all of you to go to votersdeclaration.org and print one up, mail it in, just let these people with these things, and one at a time, we'll win. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Uh, I have some friends that they're, they're aware of all of this stuff. And, and it's amazing because you know, the votes aren't even, it, it's, it doesn't matter um, who votes, it, it's who tabulates the votes. And it's done in other countries. You know? So that right there alone is bad enough. So, so anyway, this electronic everything, electronic money, electronic voting, all this stuff, we need to get away from it and uh, get a paper ballot, voter ID, and this all ends. And I think you'll see, uh, I'm, I'm not... I'm not political, but I think you'll see a hell of a lot of Republicans winning in the, in the future because they can't stuff the ballots and they can't uh, do all the other stuff. But uh, I mean, I watched a lot of videos and I saw the fraud and it's undeniable and trucks bringing in ballots and just shoving them through. And, and uh, mysterious enough, like not them work for Trump. <laughs> I go, how does that work? You know, how do you bring a whole truck full of ballots and and they're they're all for the other guy. So it it you know to me it's just base logic. So we do need to get back to ballots and get back to uh uh red, you know, voter ID and ballots. And you know, people go, well, that's racist, you know, and everything else. And I said, you know, everywhere you go, you gotta, you know, you go to the bank, you gotta have an ID. You go anywhere you go, you have to have an ID. It's like, you know, it's a, and you can get you don't have to have a driver's license, you can just get an ID. You know, but I know now they're, they're going to start printing those out probably. But when you have, I can't, I just look at the numbers that they have and, and they have like thousands and thousands of dead people voting and, that, and people that don't even live in that county and, and people that, uh, that, you know, you look at the rolls and everything and it's so, it was so bad. It's undeniable. And that's, that's just the tip of the iceberg. It gets worse than that. But, uh, but anyway, I think that's a great idea, and we do need to get our everybody goes. Well, that's not a democracy. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a republic. <laughs> yeah. We aren't a democracy. We're a republic. So we need to get back to that and back to the old, you know, common law and the constitution. Uh, so, who else we got? Anybody else want to come? All here, come on up. All right, welcome. Hi, thank you. So this is my second time at ESETI. My name is Anne-Marie Klotz. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. And the first time I came was about 13 years ago when you had your 4th of July event. Yeah. And so I had met some folks in Egypt, of all places, and they told me about this. And I happened to have business in Seattle, so it was kind of convenient to come. And I was really blown away. And, you know, like the rest of you said, you really have to be here to see it and believe it. And the orbs, I had pictures of orbs that had geometric patterns in them 
faces, like discernible faces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So these aren't drops of water or dust or anything like that that people are saying. But also in addition to all the UFO activity, I think this place is so special because it brings people together. And I know the first time when I was here, so I came with some folks I met in Egypt. While I'm walking around, there were hundreds of people here. I ran into a couple that I had met in Peru that lived in Iowa. And then like just all these connections. And then I met two girls that live in um, Oregon here that I've been friends with for 13 years, you know, and uh, they would have actually come to this um, event, but one of them got ill. Uh, anyway, I then with this ambassador thing, I've been trying to get back here. And I really didn't even know about the ambassador thing, but I kept over the about a month ago, kept having these dreams about being an ambassador with UFOs, very bizarre. And then all of a sudden, one day, it just popped into my head. I hadn't been here for a while, Google James, and saw that there was going to be this class for, you know, ambassadors. So it was just quite um, perfect how all the puzzle pieces came together, but this is a very special place, I think, to bring all of us together to experience these really great energies. And Do you have any mashed potatoes in those dreams? But I also appreciate what you're doing here oh, and, you know, you. bringing us all together so we can all experience this. Okay. Yeah, after the near-death experiences and all the contacts and everything, I, I felt like, God, I'm an alien now. You know, I can't function. And so I go, well, I'm going to create a place where the other aliens can come. <laughs> and uh, and so it's kind of funny, but uh, uh, that's what it's really all about is all of us coming together, you know, and share our experiences and validate each other. That's right. So well, we it's a, very special. Thank you so much for doing that right. for all of us. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. We've got another, we have another 13 minutes or so. So, uh, who else we got out there? Anybody else want to come up? Come on, don't be shy. I would like to. Oh, yeah? I would like to. You know what? Take the mic down. Take the mic down. How's that? There you go. So we have the audience now. Hello, everybody. My name is Shelby, and I come from. Pennsylvania. Heard about this place um, through a friend, and it's like um, a dream come true. That's all I have to say. It's like we've been looking for a place like this forever. Um, I'm a very uh, spiritual person. I've been seeing, I'm going to call them star people. People call them aliens, but we're aliens when we go someplace else. So um, the people out there, to me, they're my star family. I've been seeing them since I was three years old. I've been seeing star people. I've been seeing goblins. I've been seeing, yeah. I've been seeing spirits, good spirits, bad spirits, whatever you think that's out there to see. I've seen, you know, people say there's no fairies. There's no, you know, all the stories that we were taught when we was little. All those stories are true, and 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 that's the way it is. But now my this is my first experience here, and the first day. Now, I'm in a wheelchair. You guys can't see me, but I'm in a wheelchair, and I can't walk. You know, I can't walk. Um, I have a little mobility or whatever. So when I first came up here, um, they had a circle. I'm just going to call it a healing circle. Okay. So in the healing circle, they have, um, like, Bigfoot. 
So um, they said whatever George you, you know, like we lost the circle whatever George has to be done. So when I got into the circle, the first person that um George me was Bigfoot. Bigfoot is real, y'all. Okay. <laughs> you know, the lady I've been telling me that there's no Bigfoot, but guess what? <laughs> Goliath had brothers and sisters. So where where they came from? Everybody's yeah. wrong. So, you know, like, from, like, you know, 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 so I'm looking at I'm listening because you can't speak. You're speaking to people subliminally, okay? In your brain to brain, because people know what that means. But from brain to brain, I'm speaking to him, and he's telling me that this is him doing it. He's tingling my foot, and he's giving my foot heat so my foot could be better. And I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you, so freaking much. So, so then um, I had to go, and the other person that was speaking to me was Guy. So I had to go and turn around and he had to wheel me to Gaia. So I sat next to Gaia and all of a sudden she started messing with my foot too. But <laughs> this time it was burning, you know. So I'm thinking like this ain't happening, you know, like the sun is burning my feet. But check this out. Now we all do this. Y'all say y'all don't do it, but we all do this. So my one foot was burning and the other one wasn't. So I put the foot that wasn't burning on the top of the foot that was burning and that foot wasn't burning. So that means that she was giving me some more energy and I got to see my face. Okay. Yeah. Like a lot of people, like I see, I see faces, I see faces with everything. Like like people, the invisible people, they know I see them. So they so I see them, they see me. So she showed me her beautiful face, and God is beautiful, y'all. She's really beautiful. So, so now after I left the circle, I can move my left foot. If y'all can see my foot, like I can move my foot, y'all. Okay. And I told him, like, y'all heal me, ain't no taking back seat, okay? <laughs> So now today they say you gotta go over there, but during the you know like when well, we was having a meeting today, they said that they like gifts. So I said, okay, I got some gifts for y'all. So I went over there and um um my first gift was to Bigfoot. So I looked at Bigfoot and I said, Bigfoot, do you want to give? And he said yes. So there's a heart shaped, you know, someone like a heart shaped thing. And I have like a, a copper twisted um, bracelet. Like I love jewelry and bracelets, you know, and they can have them all. You hear me? You have everything. You know? Yeah. But so I gave him the bracelet and then he said, like, um, like I had to sing a song. So I set up a song too. Nice. Right. So then I sang him the song and then I went back to Guy and I said, Guy, what do you want? So Guy wanted the opposite bracelet that I gave to, to um, Bigfoot. So, and they told me where to put the bracelet. So I put the bracelet on Guy's head. So when y'all go see Guy and y'all see, like, she got an all the way around now. <laughs> Okay, so then, so then, um, and, and, and let me tell you, I was able to walk, I was able to get up out of the chair and walk 
So this is the, the last story. Mm -hmm. Like like I moved to Philadelphia in this apartment, and like I said, I see everything. So the lions, if y'all don't know, the lions used to walk on on two legs just like we did. But the powers that be dumbing them down too. They did not just dummy us humans down. They dummy the the, the the animals down too because the animals supposed to be walking. So when you see the commercials, when you see them, the all the animals talking business, and they in there soup and everything. That's what they was doing before they got dummy down for real. So now in, on my wall in my bathroom, I was like, "Water brush my teeth," and Mr. Lion appeared on my wall first, and then his wife appeared on the wall too. And they were standing up. They were standing up together, side by side, letting me know that we're the protectors. Yeah, I don't know if you can see what they did for me. I wasn't able to do this before. All right. All right. All right. Big drop in marking. Yeah. All right. I'm looking for this now. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Yeah, my mom disappeared to me a couple of days ago. And I go, oh, right, you made it into the fifth, you know. I wasn't sure if she was gonna how far she was gonna be. But I tried to help her out a lot. But uh, but you know, she looked like she was about 30 years old and she was wearing a really beautiful dress that same garb that she wore in the 50s and things. It was it was amazing. I go, I go, God, it's so good to to see, you know, you transcended all that, you know, because when she went out, she wasn't looking too good. <laughs> she was, uh, but, you know, it's probably a thing because having died myself, death isn't that big a deal to me. And I see people really suffering. I go, why don't you just go? You'll come back, you know, you'll come back. You said, start over in diapers, but, you know, it's a lot better than where you're at. You're already in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds bad. But, you know, it's it's uh it's it's really you know we just we're eternal. There's no way we can die. It just doesn't work unless you're somebody who just did mass genocide down here, and sometimes it'll just dissolve you back into the essence. You have no more identity. In worst case scenarios, but it's like you 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 know you get to come. You know, people say, are you born again? I go, yeah, born again and again and again. <laughs> they go, have you found Jesus? I said, didn't know he was lost. <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> but, uh, it's kind of funny watching those whole stories and everything. But uh, but anyway, we're coming up to the end of the hour. I think we all have about a minute left, so I'll have to be signing off. And uh, so give your all. What's that? The rainbow joke? Yeah, we'll sign off at the rainbow joke. So uh, uh, where do bad rain rainbows go? They go to prison. Yeah, they get a light sentence, but they have to reflect when they're in <laughs> so. We'll end on that note, unfortunately. Uh, so give yourself all a big hand. Thanks for coming on. James Gillen with Azure Witch Talk Radio and he's saving Stargate. Keep an open mind, loving heart, and pure intent. That's all you need to get through these times. And don't get dragged into all these dramas going on. You know, it's a, I always say this too shall pass, you know, but uh, if you need to say something and you're in the middle of something and Somebody needs to hear something, it's time to say something, you know. But anyway, have a great evening and good night.